Sad days ahead. Only four teams remain in the NFL to see who will win Super Bowl 57. Terry and VT have returned. Only three podcasts left. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, sad end of the football season. Three games left. Four teams total. It is the saddest time of the year, uh, especially be- since the Patriots aren't in it. I can't. You know, it's been the last couple of years. We've had to get used to the Patriots not being very good and not being in the AFC Championship, not being in the Super Bowl. It sucks, but we have to grow up sometime, you know. So uh, right now we're down to our final four teams, Kansas City, Philly, Cincinnati, and San Francisco. Uh, I figure we're going to do a review of last week's games. I'll let you kind of lead us into it if you'd like. <clears throat> so to bring up the four games that happened a few days ago, Jaguars, Chiefs. Well, Jacksonville, no worries. The fact that you even put up a fight is impressive, but that slow start has to be a little worrisome. You know, for a guy, Trevor Lords, who was hyped as the next Manning or Luck, he had a not great start, but he did the best he could. And at the end, he high-fived the locker room when they all returned. So at the end of the day, he has shown leadership. And they always criticize Zach Wilson, Johnny Sins. You know the story, right? I think so. How Zach Wilson takes no responsibility for the screw-ups and how no maturity. Yeah, it's kind of weird, huh? And he's Johnny Sins, might I add. True. I don't know who does that kind of stuff, by the way. Probably a lot of celebrities. Oh, my God. I'll bring up the Chiefs in the in the preview of the two upcoming games because what's there to talk about and when, they're, when they advanced? It sure is a great bet that Calvin Ridley will put in the gamble for the Jaguars for next season. Nice. Did you see what I did there? Yeah. Jacksonville has a fine future. Good things will happen. Please rebrand. Doug Peterson was the right hiring. Urban Meyer is just a meme at this point. Gotcha. Um, re- the rebrand thing. I, I don't mind their logos and their colors, the yellow and the teal. I think it, I think it works, and I like the logo. I don't know if they need a complete rebranding. What, like the... yeah, they do. You think um, so? Terry. Terry. You ever heard of basic generic uniforms with no anything to it? That's uh, the kind of thing that the Jaguars have. I guess. I, I don't see a huge problem with it. I think there's worse out there. And um, I honestly, I think most of the, I don't really care about the jerseys a lot of the times. I think a lot of them look pretty good. You know, I know there's a lot of creative teams behind these jerseys and all that stuff. So, like, you know, I put. I think they're much better at the job than I am. I mean, I'd love to see your, if you're so confident, I'd love to see your rebranding of the Jaguars uniform. Maybe next week you can bring something in, bring something in for us. New color scheme, new font, new logo. I look Not forward to seeing that. Designer. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you know, <laughs> if you need a quick solution, just go back to the Mark Brunel uniforms with the Jaguar on the shoulder. Those were about as good as it gets. Eh, not bad. Why did you uh, have to change it like that? I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make it more, more modern. I don't even know what type of changes they made, but I don't. I didn't. I did. There are there. Yeah, more modern needs to be removed from this planet because they never work. Only certain teams can pull off modern logos. I do like and, how the NBA has a lot of alternate jerseys and they use them. I, I know there's a lot more games, 82 games in NBA season, but they're not afraid to really take chances on a lot of their alternates and stuff, and I think that's kind of cool. All right, back to the game really quick. Jacksonville put up a pretty good fight. Uh, yeah, and I think it's a really, you know, to be from go from the worst record of, of the year to... Uh, you know, divisional game against the Chiefs in Kansas City, and you only lose by seven. It's actually pretty impressive. I think they got a feel. I think they, 
It was it was a larger mark. I think it was ten, and then they hit a field goal, and it, I, th- I don't think they had a real chance to win. But um, you know, you got to feel pretty good about where the franchise is heading. And uh, Doug Peterson seems to be like a really good coach um, for that for that group. And you're right, Calvin Ridley coming back next year. That's going to be their number one, and he's going to be, I think, pretty good. I mean, a full year off, as long as he stayed in somewhat shape. It. Or you can gamble on it. Nice, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I think it, 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 you can sure imagine the bookies will approve of it. Yeah, true, true. Okay, that's enough for today. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll see you later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're going to be pretty good next year, and you know that they're in a they're in a soft division. Uh, the Titans team seems to be going the other way. Derrick Henry's another year older, and Tannehill is starting to show his true colors, and they don't seem to have a good backup quarterback anywhere on that team. Um, the Colts. You know, they might make a run at Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. But uh, the Jaguars seem to be in a good place uh, moving forward. And then on the other side, you have the Chiefs, who looked pretty good. Uh, Mahomes got banged up early with a high ankle sprain. He ended up coming back. But when he was out, um, what's his name? Who's the backup quarterback over there? Uh, Chad Henney. Chad Henney. Um, delivering a 99-yard drive um, or 98-yard drive, whatever it was, for like one of the – not – you know, they scored 27 points. I think it was three touchdowns, two field goals. So one of the touchdowns came on the off the hands of uh, Chad Henney, and good for him for doing that because it would have been a much closer game uh, had, it, had he not. Uh, but Mahomes seemed to be struggling a little bit. Uh, I know he's incorporating that running game into his game a little bit more, but I think he just needs to be more of that par- pocket quarterback again and stay back there and try not to scramble as much because that's how you get banged up. That's how you become Josh Allen, and that's how you leave the playoffs early. So uh, good for the Chiefs moving on to the AFC Championship. Again, they are good. I, I, I can't can't say anything else. They are good. Giants-Eagles. More like Minnesota had a Saints-ish defense from the 2010s, if anything. They need a receiver. Hodgins, Slayton, and who the hell only? Reggie James. Much. I'm talking about the Giants. Can only do so much before having to go against real tough competition. Dable's about as good a hiring as you can get. Daniel Jones, without the tag, please at some point can the collective bargaining agreement unagree upon it. My guess is the tag do not give the gigantic contract. As for Saquon, if he is reasonable, three years, $25 million wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But again... Unreasonable contracts from the Gerbich days are about to happen. Thank you, 13-3. Um, did you say three years, $25 million? Don't overpay running backs, dude. I know, but that is like, that's insulting almost. Um, he is the you best running back in the, the game. The more you pay running backs, you're going to get a Gerbich situation. I mean, I would, think, I would think like closer to at least four years, $50 million or something. I mean, that is just insulting what you just said. Uh, for well, a professional athlete, way, you can't overpay running backs because of obvious reasons. I get it; they get injured, and there's the next guy up is usually pretty good. I get that. A lot of it comes down to your offensive line, but I think Saquon's special. Um, yeah, this was a pretty boring game. Philly came out and absolutely decimated uh, the New York Giants. Um, you know, I've been praising the Giants all year, uh, talking about how well coached they were, and you know, I think he just won Coach of the Year. Uh, Brian DeBull through something. I don't know if it's through the NFL or through something, but he won the coach of the year. It might have been through some, uh, like the the press or whatever. I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm watching that Giants game and they're down 7 nothing, and they're driving and they get over the 50 yard line and then they get held up and it's, all of a sudden it's fourth and eight 
and they and they went for it out of context and they went for it and i was just like oh brian i'm like i've been preaching about how well coached you were all year always making the right decision and i just feel here he just caught in over his head and they went for it, and I don't think they should have. I think they should have tried to pin him inside the 10. And I think Saquon only had, like, freaking, what do you have, like 10 carries all game? Um, and I think he only had three in the first half. So it's just like, you know, he does good things the bull, but then he also makes some boneheaded plays as well. I don't know if that's on the offensive coordinator or whatnot. He had nine carries, 61 yards. I think he only had three in the first half. So that's just, like, terrible. So... I think he was ready to go, and you know, you 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 try to throw the ball. You know, you can throw the ball. Sixty-one yards, two catches, twenty-one yards. Yeah, I mean, you can throw the ball all over Minnesota, but you can't throw the ball over uh, the the Philly defense has been pretty good all year. I think they've had a couple dips here and there, a couple games, but they've been pretty consistent. Um, so you know, you got to go back to your bread and butter. You got to you got to give Saquon his thirty. I'm talking thirty care, twenty-five to thirty carries that game. Get him going early. Um, but you know, again, fourth and eight, you end up getting, and then they end up scoring a touchdown. Now it's 14, nothing. And now you can't run it like at all, whatever. But, um, yeah, unfortunate for the Giants. And unlike the Jaguars, I don't think the Giants are in as good of a position as the Jaguars are moving forward. Huh? Why do I think that? Well, let me tell you. Um, I don't know. I just think a lot of their talent is aging a little bit too much I obviously Saquon's coming off that AC you know he's had some ACL injuries in his past I'm not saying he's gonna keep getting it but then you got Daniel Jones who I'm not sure is the guy yet I mean he really looked really pedestrian against the Eagles you he, he really can't t- throw a tight ball he can hit a wide open receiver but I don't think he's uh he's really threading the needle any t- anytime soon and he relies on his legs a lot so if they take away his running abilities and they force him to stay in the pocket and make accurate throws all game there's your, you know, there's your path to victory against the Giants. So uh, I like the bull. I don't know. I don't know much about the defense and how young they are or whatnot, but I don't know. I just think, uh, you know, just because they played on the same day and they're kind of in this, I think they finished around the same record. I just think Jags are moving forward, just going to be in a better situation. I mean, maybe get them some receivers in New York and uh, beef up that uh, offensive line a little bit more, but I don't know. I mean, they're in a tough division too i mean that nfc east i mean granted last year was dog shit this year it's not so good it was much better this year i mean but i don't know i i i don't i like the giants but uh i like saquon uh the sincremental kingles versus the buffalo bills when i said snooze has potential i think i just won the moose and muhammad award now that darnell campbell jr is a happy man Bengals are very good the Bills, not sure what happened. DeMar Hamlin is the only guy I feel bad for. The rest, I don't. I will talk about that in this Everything podcast after the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah it was a great weather. The game was a snooze fest. I was right. Yeah, I mean, you think a lot of games are snooze fests. Um, you know. Well, I'm not wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, you, what if a team goes up 14 nothing? you text me and you're like, it's a snooze fest. It's like, well, just give it some time. It's not even halftime yet. Um, so with this game, yeah, you're right. It was, uh, Cincinnati got ahead early. Um, they really just made fools out of the Buffalo defense. It seemed even, even when they weren't converting points, they were still moving the ball, eating the clock. Joe Mixon had a really good game on the ground and catching the ball. Um, and yeah, Cincinnati just sunned Buffalo. Uh, they look, and you know, and it was weird going into the game. I think Buffalo was like six point favorites. And I was like, 
isn't Cincinnati like the hottest team in the NFL right now? So, I mean, them in San Francisco, I think, are the hottest, but in their respective divisions or whatever, respective conferences. But uh, Cincinnati, man, I mean, they're really out for blood this year. Joe Burrow is taking another leap into stardom. He looks really good, and uh, yeah, he's good at spreading the ball around and scanning the field and going through his options and putting. The, and he can thread the needle. He can put the he can put the ball in his receivers' hands. On the other side, Buffalo. You know, I think with the DeMar Hamlin thing, I think they were relying on getting a lot of momentum from that. And I think they just came out really flat here, uh, especially at home in a cold weather game. Um, it just seemed like uh, Josh Allen could not get on the same page as his offense. I mean, he, you know, I've been telling people this for the last year. Everyone is very gung ho about Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is a lesser version of possibly Cam Newton. I mean, Josh Allen has a little bit more accuracy, maybe, but I think I mean even I mean even Cam Newton his his year that he won MVP he was he was slinging the ball as well. Um, it wasn't until like a year or two later that his MVP that year was because literally no one else did anything. Whatever, he still won, um, and he led his his Panthers to a 15 and one record. So like, I don't oh, think, it, I don't I think mean, it should be, I, I love the guy, but you really are not going to credit the defense for being just as good. No offense. Well, Buffalo's defense him. was very good for half the year until they, uh, for most of the year until they lost Von Miller. But I mean, what are we not going to credit Buffalo's defense be, or anything? It could be, it was more Josh Allen with defense. Yeah, maybe defense than Cam Newton, I guess. I don't fucking know. I mean, did his defense, I mean, he, his offense only put up ten points on the board. So, like, what's is that the is that the offense's fault or the defense's fault? Who knows what they're thinking? So, I you know, I'm, am I completely sold that Josh Allen is this unbelievable, untouchable quarterback? Not really. I think he's still pretty good. I think he's going to have that job, obviously next year and most likely the year after that. But if it if it continues to look like how it did in that AFC uh, game against the Bengals this last week, I don't know. I mean, he definitely has some faults, and he definitely relies on his feet a lot more. And if he, you know, ends up taking a bad hit or whatever, putting his shoulder down, hurting his throwing shoulder, whatever, then uh, it's going to be a long year for the Bills again. And uh, R.I.P. Bills, you know, like they were really going for it this year. And uh, a lot of people, including myself, thought they were going to be in the Super Bowl. So uh, R.I.P. Bills still haven't won a Super Bowl in their franchise history. We feel bad for them. Um, you know, if there's a charity or something you want to yeah. donate to for the Bills. We. You know. we. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's yes. From it's, yeah. it's from Fresh Prince if you haven't seen that. Um, I don't remember that specific episode. It's a, I don't know the context, but when uh, Uncle Phil, rest in peace, uh, he says we – he just laughs like a maniac because uh, you know how when someone says we, when it means I, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, again, Terry, I probably will explain this after the season. I, I did not shed a tear for the bills. Nope. No. I mean, if you're a Patriots fan and you were rooting for the bills, like get out of here, bro. Like, yeah. Like if they're fine, like would I be upset if they won the Super Bowl? Absolutely not. But I'm not going to sit here and say go Bills by any means. So, um, well, Terry, look, I've seen rivals or anyone be able to handle success with ease who can or can't. Looking at you, Sacramento Kings, you can handle it great. 
Then there's teams like the Bills who just can't, who can't handle success properly, and they have to go about violence or, or. Yeah. Do you want to talk? Do, do, do you want to look at my? Yeah. Do you want to talk about the Stefan Diggs drama while we're on the game? Oh, that's that's gonna be. But do you see my uh, facial expressions in the background? Kind of. I can see you. Stupid like, burner typing. accounts of. I'm gonna tell you. Who? Am I wrong when I say that? I don't. Who? Oh, two. They said it to Stefan Diggs. No, I'm talking about the Bills fan base. Oh. How they can success and it has to resort to all those burner accounts and. Yeah. Um, you, am I wrong? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not on Twitter very often, so I don't really get involved in the drama. Um, I'm a I'm a Reddit guy. As, as for the Diggs drama, you know, hard to believe that he's been in the NFL since 2015. Back when I was in my high school days, he was one of those. He came out of nowhere. He had like a flash in the pan, a good start to his career where he was putting up top 15 numbers, and he kind of disappeared. But he still put up a very good season in Minnesota. He gradually starts to get better, but he was kind of inconsistent, but he always had to play second fiddle to Adam Thielen, who also emerged out of nowhere, might I add. Then he had those random social media cryptic tweets, posts, not getting the ball. In mid-2019, he starts to put up the good stats that they all expect. Mm -hmm. And then they can't satisfy him. And then he said, bye-bye, bitch. Yep. It seems like a seems like it's happening all over again for him. Oh, but they, it's not because of the team, but let's make it happen because hey, better off season, right? True, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, the Stefan Diggs. You know, I saw him yelling at Josh out, not yelling, but he was just saying like, "Hey, you know, man." He's like, "Give me the ball." It's like, "What you doing? We've been doing this all year. Why is it like?" I think it was more just like, I don't know, just disappointed rather than being like legit mad. I know he was mad too, um, but. Yeah, I mean it's just it's the it's the diva wide receiver. Uh, it happens. I'm also pretty sure he got into a spat in the locker room. Yeah, it seemed like he just wanted to bail. I heard he walked out and yada yada. But you know, it is what it is, man. It's part of the game. It's part of the. It's part of life. You know, you win, you lose. It's very hard to win a Super Bowl. Everything has to come together at the right time. So, uh, yeah, very hard to win a Super Bowl. It is. It is. Unless for LA, might I add. How many Moving Super Bowls on. have LA won? You mean look at my background? Look at my background. Are you not sensing evil in the future? You think LA Chargers or LA Rams are gonna win? I'm combining all of them, dude. I'm combining all LA teams, dude. Mm -hmm. Look at my background again. I think LA has like Moving on. Moving two on. or three Super Bowls. All I franchise. can say about Diggs is um the fact that the Minneapolis Miracle wasn't enough to satisfy him. Where he had a bad falling out that got them Justin Jefferson. Mm. And then all this, it's damaged beyond repair sooner than later. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be traded? No. I mean, I don't think so. I think it's heat of the moment type stuff. And I mean, the thing is, they were, I think that was, they're good at receiver. Like, I think Gabe Davis is okay. Isaiah McKenzie's okay. I mean, Colby. Yeah, receivers outside of Diggs aren't that great. No, they're not. You're, and I agree. I agree. So if you lose Diggs, so what do you? And you have this franchise quarterback. Who the hell are you putting around him? So I think they're going to try to it's make a possible one v one swap with picks attached. Who would I be? But who? Not that I know. Who would it be? Uh, the Rams. Cooper Cup. You get the you get the, you get the sarcasm, dude. You want Cooper Cup? 
dude, do you not get my sarcasm? Because every single thing falls. Yeah, I think you can't detect sarcasm or riddles for that matter. No. Are you the Riddler? Uh, I don't know what that means, Desmond Ritter. Riddler, you know, like Batman. Not to sound like an asshole, Terry. You're uncultured. You can't detect sarcasm, and you can't detect riddles. I'm sorry. I, I was... Am I wrong? <laughs> Am I not wrong? That was mean. It's okay. I can detect riddles. I'm actually good at riddles. I didn't hear a riddle personally. Yeah, you can detect mine. Uh, moving on. As for that, um. Yeah, I don't think Diggs will leave. I think it's just heat of the moment, and I think they'll talk to him. And I think where the hell is Diggs going to go? That it's going to be a better situation. They're building a freaking stadium up there for the for the man, uh, Josh Allen. So it's like, where where are you going to go? Where are you where are you going to go? What does that have to do with anything? It's just they believe in 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 him, I guess. So I don't know. All right, uh, Bills lose twenty seven to ten. Cowboys, what the hell was that play call? I'm not putting this all on Dak, but the play calls were pretty bad. The defense did about as good as it gets. And the worst thing is Tony Pollard gets hurt right before a potential free agent contract. Yeah, blows. Ezekiel Elliott. Yikes. Dude, you aren't Olin Krutz or Glenn Davis, the Celtics legend. Why did you have to play the brocking role? Yeah. I have no words. Yeah. Um, so the Ezekiel Elliott, I don't really care about the blocking or the snap, the final play. They really had no chance um, to do anything. Dalton Schultz made some bowhead plays. we said about the Motown Miracle in 2015. Although, yeah, that was a missed face mask, but still. Yeah, I mean, but that's what are the, what, what are the percentages of that happening? Like 3% chance of, <laughs> of like laterals? That's the point. Anything could happen. No, it could, but probably not at, at the same time. Um, so, yeah. Um, the, the thing I want to talk about Zeke, cause I don't, again, I don't care about the last play. Was it weird? Yeah. But like, I'm not like, who cares? Um, Zeke looks terrible. Um, I think going into this game with San Francisco, his last 40 carries, he's gotten 71 yards. Think about that. 40 carries, 71 yards. Holy crap. That's like one and a half yards per carry. That's terrible. Um, so yeah, Z- recently have been pretty bad. If you need a good example, um, 10 carries, 26, 13 carries, 27, 8 carries for 10, 19 for 37, one touchdown, and mostly like 50, 60s. Yeah, but all of his touchdowns touchdowns were like inside the two-yard line where he literally just flops his fat ass into the end zone. I'm Uh, talking about the postseason going back to like week 16. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. The Cowboys... Uh, their defense was still pretty good. I mean, they held the the Niners to 19, held kept them out of the end zone for a majority of the game. I think they got a lot. I think Robbie Gould had a long day and nailed a couple, uh, like three field goals. So four field goals, I think, for Robbie Gould. I think they only got into the end zone once. Um, I forgot who scored. Was it McCaffrey? I think it was McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey went in untouched. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was really just about two defense, two defenses going head to head and. Uh, trying to make both teams were trying to make a play, but the difference was that Dak turned it over twice. And uh, I don't think the Cowboys were able to force a turnover out of the Niners. And that's really what the, uh, I think the difference it was in the game turnover differential um, and Dak. 
you know, I think it was right before the half. He threw another interception when that gave the uh, Niners three more points before going into halftime. That probably changed the game, if anything. Totally, totally. And a lot of that, does that fall on Dak? Yes, it does. Absolutely, it does. Does it fall on his receivers? Does it fall on the scheme? Does it fall on Mike McCarthy? It falls on all of them. So, um, could have tried to catch that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I don't think I really wanted the Cowboys to have success because their fans are really annoying, and um, I, I I think it's better off that the Niners what? won. What? What? The Cowboys fans—they're insufferable. Why? I don't know. It's they're just they're they're so I don't know. I have a, I, we all I have one I have one Cowboys friend. At least they have a real fan base. Yeah, that's true. And they don't have to come with all those sex fan fictions. Is that like the L.A.? New York? Do you not get my Ritter again? The Falcons? I made a joke. Riddle, Ritter, do you not get the joke? I do, I do. It's good. It's No, good. do you not get the sex fan fictions joke? Sex fan fictions, no. Where is, is that Zach Wilson? No, thinking that you make all those stupid trade, you know, the trade machine where you can do anything you want and maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Yeah, you have to, like, figure out the cap now, and stuff. Now, every fucking one, they think that they're going to only have to give up Ryan Leaf. Who? Nothing. Who? Like, like thinking that you're going to be able to get Mahomes for who? Who the hell thinks they're getting Mahomes for nothing? And that's a trade machine. That's fiction. No, the Rams think that they're going to go in the trade machine, go put Mahomes for a 2069, 69th round pick, and it'll work. Oh, I don't know what GM you're watching or whatever, but it doesn't exist. No, you know that the Lakers or fakers do that all the time, thinking that they're, you know, Terry, can you not see my background? Because this is explaining the future. I don't LA. Yeah, I don't. LA, I don't know. Um, so yeah, yeah back to the Cowboys. Uh, they do have a real fan base, but they're all annoying. Um, so yeah, good for the, good for the Niners to be able to get back there with Brock Purdy of all people, uh, who looks pretty good. I can I got, I, he's not turning the ball over and he's not trying to do too much. So, uh, good for him and he's playing it safe and it's working out for the Niners. They got another game next week. Another two games for Sunday, January 29th. First, it will be the. San Francisco 49ers at Philadelphia Eagles at 3 p.m. Eastern on Fox. On a serious note, Terry, you remember what happened on Monday? This Monday? Two days ago. Uh, Celtics lost to the Orlando Magic. No. The Half Moon Bay shooting? Oh, yeah. It happened two days ago. This society is hopeless. You know what half ba- moon bay translates to in my language? What? Half fucking stupid and half idiot permanence. Mm. Oh, and the day before, Coben Porter, the brother of Denver Nuggets talented small forward Michael Porter Jr., basically Henry Ruggs to somebody. Coben is from University of Denver, by the way. Poor Nuggets, but at the same time, can humanity ever behave? Then yesterday... Defensive end specialist Charles Omenihu decided to DV somebody. People can't stop being stupid. And then I sent you your most important news. Mike Clevenger DV'd somebody, allegedly. 
It was just a full day of bad news the last two days, wasn't it, Terry? Yeah, I mean, I would have well, never. Well, Terry, if you're a Guardians fan, which I know you are, maybe you should be glad you didn't pay him after all, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know a lot about the detail. I don't go into the details about a lot of the stuff. I kind of just read the headline and then move on. Uh, but the Clevenger thing, I went into the Guardian subreddit, and they were like, wow, not only did we dodge a bullet by getting rid of him, but the, the haul that we got back for him was actually really good. A lot of good prospects, so... You know, the Cleveland GMs keep winning. Uh, they did the same thing with Bauer, who... Um, did you just say the Cleveland GMs keep winning? Yeah. I don't know about the Browns for Deshaun since then. No. Well, they the Cavs got Donovan Mitchell, so in a way... The other two did great. The <laughs> yeah. Browns, well, they managed by Johnny Sins for crying out loud. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, sorry. So, the upcoming game, San Francisco at Philadelphia. Um. Yeah, it's going to be a good game, man. I'm going to take the hotter team. I'm going to take San Francisco. I think they're going to be able to go in there and pull this out. It's going to be a close game. It's going to come down to the defense, man. I think if Jalen Hurts gets a tough enough defense in his face and makes it as in the the San Francisco can make it as hard as they can on him instead of this, you know, wide open stuff that he's able to get away with game after game. I don't know if it's the scheming. I don't know if it's the coaching, but I feel like the man just has so much space to operate. And he does make a lot of the right decisions, but I think if you get a good enough defense in his face, um, I think he'll he'll struggle. Uh, and I, I won't, yeah, he'll struggle. I don't know if that means he's not going to completely fall off the face of the planet, but he'll struggle. So uh, I'll take the the 49ers here. I just think they're hot, and uh, you know I, I, they'll go as far as Purdy will let them. And if he can uh, control his turnovers and um, giving the ball away and those long third downs. I think he's going to be okay, and even with the long third downs, these these Niners, they had a few of them against Dallas. He finds ways to get them, so, you know, the team is filled with um, uh, yards after catch um, guys, Debo, George Kittle, McCaffrey, so even if he dumps it off to them short, the, um, the first also, move... Huh? You forgot stained. And stained. Who's stained? Brandon, it's been Ayuk. Uh, yes, 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 yes. And they're all very good playmakers. And, you know, even if you hit them in open field, they'll find ways to turn it up. So, um, again, I, as long as Purdy doesn't do too much and their defense shows up, Bosa gets in Hurts' face early, um, I think it could. I think it can go uh, the Niners' way. And I'll just say that. I like the Eagles. The Eagles are very good. I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit anything that they've done this season. Um, but... I just uh, I'll go with the hotter team. Not that like Philly's cooled down at all. I just think they've lost more recently, I guess. But I just think uh, Niners are just playing with some serious confidence right now. Uh, back to me because I didn't review it yet. Sorry. It's all good. Uh, if anything, from the past couple of days, been any indication they should probably be glad this didn't take place in Santa Clara because of the. Half Moon Bay shooting. Is that a fair assessment? Definitely. Yeah, Alec Baldlose, you wouldn't feel the same. Did you see what I did there? I did. Ah, Terry. Shooting weaponry on a set. Why do people have to be so dumb? I don't know. Brock Purdy has the job. Then this means a more fun, exciting offseason of where will Lance go? Where will Jimmy G go? That's a quick speed round question. What do you think of that? Before I continue on, 
Uh, you know, it, it depends on Purdy's last game here, and if he if he can get to the Super Bowl slash win the Super Bowl, I think you have to put all your eggs in Purdy's basket and ride that as thing out. As for Lance, because they gave up a lot to trade up hey, for him, it doesn't matter. Does not matter as long if you if I mean, hey, they gave up a lot and they're still winning. So what's that tell you? Hey, if if that's a sunken, if that's I guess a, it's. Mo- more is less is more i guess i, I, I don't know in this i case. honestly have no idea how they're so good but um yeah i mean the well, draft picks are the rapper from lincoln park is your head coach that'll do it for i me. mean if you're if you're really gonna tell the gm that you're forced to, to start trey lance now because he spent draft picks on him it's like you know what hey we're doing fine without him it's a well, sunken it's a sunken i cost. understand the whole hotter hand and, and all that but it's still disturbing how for a lesser Good option. You had to give up the farm, basically. Yeah, you give up what three picks to move up to get him. I get that you're doing better with Purdy, perhaps, but Not, yeah, it, you you just get bad flashbacks of how oh shit we had to give up that much for him. Yeah, I mean, hey, look at look at RG three and Kirk Cousins. They got drafted. I mean, RG three they, they gave up a buttload to go get him, and then they ended up with Kirk Cousins for the next four uh, years. I guess so. Less you know what is I mean. More than- Hey, less, I, I don't. No, less is more. Maybe it's a maybe it's a locker room thing, and maybe or maybe San Francisco just has that much talent that you can put anyone back there right now. So next year it might not be the case. So maybe they hit the off season and they figure, you know what? Let's ride this Trey Lance thing out again. But I don't know if he ends up winning a Super Bowl. What do I think is going to happen? Yeah, it depends. It depends on how Purdy looks these last two games, and if they win a Super Bowl. Um, George Kittle, can you please cut the hair? I love George. Nice. I like it. You know how to say George in Greek? Gorgos. Gorgos Ketopoulos. Not bad. Terry Samaris for you, my friends. There you go. He knows how to do it, right? Not bad. He still can't solve any of my hints. No, I cannot. Real Ryan Johnson over there. Uh, No, I'm not. And why? And what makes you? Th- what? What was? Why was that your first impression of me? Because he's like, he he's been making whodunits, so it's like riddles and stuff. And Eagles, well, they're about as dominant as you could be. Offense, defense, yeah, good chance both defenses could be awful, but that's good football, right? It's kind of weird to believe, Terry. Are you ready for another montage story? Because those are my favorite parts of this podcast. Mm-hmm. You ready? Let's hear it. Philadelphia has the following. Arguably the best football team, a maybe top three basketball team in the 76ers. Joel Embiid is as good as it gets. Doc Rivers is still something. He doesn't get the best reviews, but still. Behind the Celtics, but Celtics will find a way to keep first until I have to listen to my background. Amon Rowe, St. Brown may have words to be involved. The whole world of Celtics fan base was too fucking, you see it. A team coming off a World Series appearance who is getting better every day, although the Braves may have something to say about it. Mets got too many chances, and then the dumpster fire Philadelphia Flyers. So it's basically three arguable top five teams and then one dumpster fire. You can say it's I, kind of the same thing about Boston. Um, obviously, the Patriots have a little bit more. This wasn't mockery, dude. I was, I was actually just having a little bit of adding fun to it. Yeah, of course. I'm just saying Boston has the two top teams in NBA and NHL right now. And the Patriots, even though they didn't make the playoffs, they were right on the brink. So I don't know. I think Boston's okay still. It wasn't meant to be mockery to anyone or no, taking sides. No, I just like to I just like to talk about um the irony of how you can have three greats, one and dumpster one, and one stinker. I, I don't know why. It's just 
And to talk about the Bay Area or NorCal team, San Francisco, I don't care. A top three 49ers team, at least in the NFC, if not entire league. A somehow emerging Sacramento Kings team that is now third, seated pretty much out of nowhere, forgetting to mention how garbage the Western Conference is. A guy what you deserved struggling Warriors team who had to rely on being gift-wrapped to Dirk Kent, intentionally hurting John Morant and smiling about it. I won't bring up the fraudulent fakers, scams, fraud keys, unlimited cap space again. I was at the LEF Trivia B on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. By the way, Terry, thanks for funding that. No I problem, bud. That was great. You weren't there, though. I was there. I was up in the booth. I didn't see you. I know. You, didn't, you weren't up in the booth. You mean the upper deck? Yeah, the upper deck. Oh, fuck, I should have been there. You should have. So I missed the first half after having a few pizzas in the aftermath when it ended. By the way, Terry, another thing before I keep on going. um, You know what I should never do in my life again? What? I should never bet on my former schools being good in the trivia beat anymore. Yeah. In case you're wondering, Terry, I went to Maria Hastings Elementary School from 2005 to 2011. Okay. Valentunas Brandon Middle School from 2011 to 2014. It's a combination of Jonas and Brandon because Jonas Clark, Brandon, Jonas Valentunas, Brandon Clark. So I just made a combination of the two. Uh, you don't like yeah, it, yeah. get off the podcast from 2011 to 2014. Lexington High School from 2014 to 2018. And what happened, Terry? I think you could solve it yourself. Diamond one. Yeah. Forget the age I am, but why do I ever feel confident in my own schools being good when it feels like never? I don't know. Just to keep the conversation going, they asked who won both the World Series Stanley Cup. Separate questions. I think it was separate waves or yeah. rounds. Yes. Yeah, I got it right, and they couldn't. Yeah. Well, you're a sports guy. To continue the montage, a downtrodden San Francisco Giants team who missed out on two potential superstars. But hey, you got three legitimate World Series out of it. A badly managed Oakland Athletics team, which has 99.9 Nobody left from opening day except Ramon Pettiano. You see what I did there? <coughs> I think so. Yeah, thank you. A once dominant San Jose Sharks team, where in between 2003 4 and 2018 19, they only missed the playoffs once, 2014 15, with a combined 681, 373, 12, and 130, which I think from calculations means 650 points percentage. I'm not sure. I might be a sports expert, but I'm not a sports statistician. And since then, 2019-20 present, a combined 96, 126, and 34, which I think from calculation means a 441 point percentage and zero Stanley Cups in their history. So you have two unexpected gods, a few fringe teams, and then dumpster fires. How did I do, Terry? That was long. Oh, my God. Pretty good. Hey. The more the podcast, the more the fun, right? Yeah. Um, I will say Sacramento Kings they look pretty good. Thank you. Um, they just a good GM, might I add. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Monty McNair. Love it. A good GM. I well, I thought it was bullshit that he they were getting shitted on for that um, Halliburton uh, Sabonis trade last year. And everyone well, said it's a good trade for both sides well yeah, yeah but like at the, at the, i'm saying at the time everyone was saying that sacramento got fleeced why would you give up on halliburton halliburton's so good but then sabonis is unbelievable both sides no it did indiana well, just got fucked over as always but 
No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's nice when it e- when a year goes by and people can look back at that bullshit that they were saying and say, "Wow, I really know a lot less than what NBA GMs are doing." So I what love do you that. Think I, it's a win-win. Uh, no, I think Sacramento won the trade. What's wrong with Indiana? They got a cornerstone to build around. Well, how are they doing? It's not their fault. Who? Whose fault Indiana? is it? The injuries, they weren't supposed to be good. Well, you got to figure that out. Sacramento fleeced them. All right, go back to the game. Who the hell are you picking? Yeah, this guy's a separatist. <laughs> this will be a good one. Prediction time. On one hand, the 49ers will always find ways to be tough with Mike Shinoda. Again, it's quite weird how a decent Seahawks team could move the ball down at times, whereas it felt near impossible with the supposedly top seven Cowboys team. Not even garbage time. I will take the Eagles on this one because the Eagles are harder to stop on offense than the 49ers. They did have to punt a few times, whereas the Eagles could just effortlessly get the ball down the field. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, um, Looks like the first opposite selections for feels like forever now. And the second game will be Sincremento Kingles versus the Kansas City Chiefs, 630 Eastern on CBS. Joe Lee Burrow versus Patrick LeVon Mahomes the second. Episode four, a new rivalry. Here's the history. Burrow Mahomes Wars Episode One, The Cincinnati Menace. Burrow Mahomes Wars Episode Two, Attack of the Tigers. Burrow Mahomes Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Pager Kings. Go fuck yourself, LA. You're asking Terry, what the fuck is Sacramento Kingles? Uh, I don't know. It's a combination of Sacramento Kings and Cincinnati Bengals. Uh... I'm sure to have to deal with the fuck over 20 years later by the nosy doesn't mind their own business sex fantasies. Oh, for the Super Bowl preview, if Cincy makes it there, if they win this weekend, I'm going to be going on a long rant about it. You'll yeah. see. Love it. Yeah, you really won't, actually. Love the fire. What? Love the fire. Love it when you bring the fire. Yeah, ironic since I mirror-wise the Bengals, but I had to do something for these two. It's not about me. Who do you think's going to win? What? Who do you think's going to win? But the ending, yes, the Bengals were the heroes and always will. Light the beam. Who day? Fuck you. (laughs) The Bills are about as good as one could get. What do you think? What are you laughing at? I like the beam. No, did you know who the fuck he was too? Um, the who day? No. Who? Who was the fuck you to me? L.A. Oh, I just don't. I don't know why I didn't say beforehand. Oh, Bengals are about as good as one could get. Balance of everything. The Chiefs, same thing. But defense has to be slightly worrisome. But Mahomes, I hope he is safe. One leg is bad. This is set up to be a good one. At least I hope so. Prediction time, the Bengals take it a fourth time. Something tells me the Bengals can do it again. The Chiefs are very good, but have to be close against the Jaguars isn't the best sign. So prediction time, the Bengals-Eagles will be the Super Bowl. Go Bengals. Who day? Fuck the Rams. Yeah, I think I got to follow you on that Bengals pick. Um, I mean, as good as Kansas City has looked all year, uh, their franchise quarterback is now hobbled. So he's not going to be able to scramble, and if he gets hit again, that might be he might be out for the game if he gets hit in the ankle. Um, if uh, and yeah, you know they only won by seven at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars team, and I think Cincinnati is way better than the Jacksonville Jaguars are. So 
Um, yeah, I think Cincinnati's going to go in there and take care of business. They did it last year, so they don't have that like that boogeyman. Like, oh, Kansas City's unbeatable, and they're they're really good. It's going to be tough to beat them. Um, they've done it before, and they did it already once this year. Um, I still wouldn't uh, sleep on Kansas City. They can get no, of course not. I'm not saying they're going to get blown out, but it's just a prediction. Um, yeah, I think Cincinnati could go in there and take care of business, and I think they will. Um, you know, I think uh, I think um, what the, I think they're really missing a, a, a big playmaker like Tyreek Hill was um, for them on the Chiefs. I mean, Kadarius well, Tony Mahomes. He huh? put up like a historically great season. No, he's been unbelievable. Don't get me wrong, but I think in a, in a game like this. Um, I, I think this is where the loss of uh, Tyreek's really going to shine. I think Kadarius Tony's been looking pretty okay as well. Um, like, Surprised he didn't get on the hurt report. Yeah, I mean he's very. He's that, got a, that was that was not funny. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, he's got a, he's got a crazy burst. Like I will say, he's very explosive in the open field. So um, we'll see. I think Kadarius Tony and Kelsey are going to have to have monster games. Is Juju still playing? Or is he injured? Yes. He is still playing. He just hasn't really done it. Let me see. Recently, he only two for 29 against the Jaguars. Okay, so he is playing, which is crazy. I, don't, I feel like I haven't heard his name in like five weeks. Um, so, yeah. Well, he was once really good and then God fucking knows. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Cincinnati here. It's a game. It's a 50-50 coin toss, I think. Maybe 51-49 in Cincinnati's favor just because of the health of the quarterback and how that's going to be a major concern uh so yeah give me cincinnati uh 27 21 who day light the beam fuck the rams love it what love it i guess for speed round i will let you ask me questions since i couldn't think of any that would be relevant so if you have any speed round questions for me oh jeez. i don't I, i'm not prepared for this at all but uh let's see let's see uh, why why do you hate the Celtics? What? Why do you hate them? You're always so down on them. Terry, I've I want Banner 18 as much as you do, as much as they do. And having the best record in the league is not good enough for you. Terry, one incident is the world is going to fall apart, and you do not. And look at my background. No Marcus Smart. No Malcolm Brogdon. No Al Horford. No Jalen Brown. And you said. Looks like, and then they lose to the Heat on the road on a back-to-back last night, and you're like, "Well, I guess that's it for the Celtics." Do you know context? Do you know understand what context is to games? Then again, <laughs> best record, my ass, until you get that banner eighteen that we should have had last year, because there's only a matter of time until General Grievouses get bailed out by more super teams that you know are going to fuck us over again. Well, I mean, what's who was the super team last year? Golden State? They're not really a super team. Nowadays they are with their bajillions of cap space. I mean, what are and they're and they're fraud fans. I don't know if they're fraud fans. Just okay, because, no, no, you're a separatist officially. I'm gonna leave it up there. Here's the thing. When you start winning championships or winning games or just becoming good, you more fans come out. Like it just is what it is. Like no Dude. one's going no one's going to San Francisco Stadium, the Oracle, to watch their 17 and 60 uh, Golden State Warriors from like six years ago, eight, eight years ago, whatever it was. But then when they start winning and they're like the funnest offense in the league for years and years, yeah, people around that no, area are going to be like just as much of that, and they don't do shit about it. 
Oh. Well, I don't I don't see too many super teams out there this year. Um wait, wait, so you're defending it. So yeah, Milwaukee has has a great offense and they're so much fun to watch, but they don't do anything about it. Who's what do you mean they don't do anything about it? Like Yeah, yeah, you're you're a separatist. I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, Milwaukee won this championship a few years ago, and Thank I'm sure God. a lot I'm sure a lot of people became Milwaukee Bucks fans because of it. In no, the in the Milwaukee fans area. The whole time. When they were bad, when they were good, they were always there for them. Um, well, I'm sure a lot of people came out of the woodworks as fans. You mean they were always there for them? No. I'm sure people who were not fans of basketball, and then the team started doing good, and then they're like, oh, my God, who's this yeah, guy? Who's, sure this gigan- who's this gigantic seven-foot guy on our team who can run, pass, shoot, and do all this shit? Oh, my God, I'm a Bucks fan now. It just happens. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't blame franchises for when they start winning and more fans come out. It's just the way it is. Terry, yeah. I know you're a great Hulk co-host, but it doesn't take away from the fact that you're very unpopular opinionated. Eh, maybe. But I'm just saying, when you win, you get more fans. It just it's, it just comes with the territory. And people getting upset about it, it's just like, why waste your breath? Next, any other questions to be around? Not really. I've been watching a lot of whodunits lately. Movies. They've been okay. Nothing nothing amazing. Death on the Nile is pretty whack. See how they run. To finish off average. To finish off, the plan is two weeks from now will be the Super Bowl preview. Mm. I'll review both teams' seasons, do fun prop bets, talk about our plans, Ooh. I guess. Betting? Prop bets, like non money. What is the word for non money betting like? Do you think this will happen? Will this happen with no money? What do you call that? It's it's prop bets. It's fine. I guess predictions. No betting or spread because FTS. Oh, we'll definitely talk about the spread and the over under. Are you kidding me? No, we don't do that. Why? Betting betting legal and it's too wordy. Betting's legal. We should we should I should take you to the casino. Um, oh, no, January thirty first when they allow betting and you can put your first yeah. bet in. You're not funny. Why not? Who cares? No, we're, keep we're, me out we're adults. We can make our own bad decisions. No, no, keep me out of this, please. Oh, the win is opening their sports book in a few weeks, so that should be fun. Yeah, I don't want to hear about it. It's like on. next week, actually. I won't do a podcast next week because what is there to bring up? The Pro Bowl. The no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we can do it before the Super Bowl. The seven-day week after the Super Bowl will be the finale where we talk about all teams, many speed rounds, review Super Bowl miscellaneous topics. So let's enjoy what we have left, people. I could perhaps cross sports into the finale to NBA stuff. Just why not have a little fun? The sad thing is we won't be back until at earliest August, but it's been a fun ride and going strong four years later. Yeah, been great. Wow, four years. How about that? Well, that's it for today, people. We'll be back two weeks from now for the big game. Let's hope it's a good one. Alrighty, I'll talk to you then. Bye.